Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. While you're busy this week planning your 4th of July celebration, whether it be a backyard barbecue or a few days at the lake or maybe a few days at the beach, I want us to think about what might be on God's mind as we celebrate the 4th of July, the birth of this nation, and what God did, and just some of the but God moments that God did to birth this nation for us to remember Him and the purpose of this nation. And as we think about the 4th of July, that a birthday, we always think about how old someone or something is. And this 4th of July, the United States of America will be 246 years old. I remember many years ago in Tuscaloosa, there was a ministry that came to our church and did a presentation through a musical and an enactment. It was called America, You're Too Young to Die. What it was really portraying is that America was birthed with a purpose, and it was a God-driven purpose. And but for America living out its purpose and remembering God and looking to God, that America would die if we chose the way of sin and not to remember and follow God. Because what could God do? He instructed His people to remember Him. God instructs us today to remember Him. He said in Exodus 3.15, Remember, make a conscience effort to remember, to recall what God has done. And so on the 4th of July, that's one thing we want to remember. What God did and what He went through to move through the heart of men and to move through circumstances to birth this nation. And then we celebrate God and we celebrate the birth of this nation and we celebrate our freedom and we celebrate our religious freedom, which allows us to do so many things that we do today. So we continue to remember God and increase so that God can increase in the world. So what was it that God was doing when he had America on his mind before he ever birthed it? Well, it was to bring forth a nation of people that knew God, lived for God, feared God, and would help spread the gospel throughout the four corners of the earth. But you see, there was also at that time a plot of the enemy to plan for the people to forget God and for the people to be silenced that we would not share God. We would not share our faith. We would not remember what God did. But America today, this 4th of July, let us remember why God birthed us so that we would love God and obey God and be His witness around the world. See, it's not about us, what we can acquire for ourselves. Yes, we want to be blessed and we say, God bless America. But this 4th of July, let's turn that around and say, America, let's bless God. Bless God for what He has done. Because God promises to bless us. And how does He bless us? Of course, out of obedience. And when we don't obey God, 
God brings things about to turn our hearts back to Him when we forsake the ways of God. So God has called us and established America to be His witness in this land. And so God went through some extreme measures to discover this land, to put a people on this land that had God in their heart and believed God and wanted to live for God and wanted to live under religious freedom and not tyranny. And so God did some things. There are a couple of things I want to remind us of, the but God moments, how God brought this land into an existence for this religious freedom to help spread the gospel. We all remember in 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Why? Looking for this land. He was an Italian who set sail to discover the world and the new land that he founded, Asia, known as China. And he went to the Bahamas and he reached the Indies, which is named for the Indians. And from there in 1507, another Italian set sail for the New World and validated what Columbus himself had discovered. But do you know in the 1600s, God was hiding America? He didn't allow it to be founded and established then. And why was he hiding it from the free world then? Because he had a purpose for it. It was for his name's sake. It was for his glory. It was not to elevate man. While God was hiding this land called America from the world, he was over, as we say, across the pond in Europe. He was working to revive his word because the availability of the written word is what brought about the Protestant Reformation. What happened throughout the Middle Ages, the Roman Catholic Church, they controlled the Bible. They would tell people what it said, and the Roman Catholic Church was sovereign, and people looked to the Pope for their final authority. They were not looking into the Word of God themselves because they did not have the Word of God. And so from that, false teaching was permeating across the land. And we remember in 1517, Martin Luther, he protested this false doctrine that was coming out of the Roman Catholic Church. How? By nailing to the church door the 97 Thesis. And this led others who studied the word to see the false teaching of the church. And they desired a personal relationship with God, not just looking through a man or looking to a man to see or to know what the word said. They personally could encounter God for themselves. We know at this time the Church of England was the official church of the government. And so the Catholics and the Puritans, they separated from the Church of England. Because the Catholics, they looked to the Pope. And the Puritans, they looked to the Bible. They were now realizing that they needed the Word of God for themselves. And so one group of the people that came out of this reform were the Puritans from England. And the Church of England was recognized, as I said, as the official church of the country and the Puritans wanted to separate themselves from that because they wanted this religious freedom. And so most of the people that came to America, they were now seeking a land for wealth and personal gain. But there was a segment of people that were coming because they wanted to live pursuant to the Word of God, which they now had access to. And so the early settlers that were coming over to the land, there was a group of individuals in the 1600s. They had permission to land at Jamestown. The King of England had granted them permission to land there. Of course, the land, you know, was only controlled by the King, and thus the Church of England ruled the land. 
and there were Indians, and they had to go on and fight the Indians, and they were killing the early settlers, and so the government didn't seem to protect the frontier settlers very much. But there was a group of pilgrims, and they were a group of people. They knew God, and they sought this religious freedom from the church government of England. They thought that every person should be independent and they should be self-governing. And they opposed the civil authority that interfered with their rights to exercise this religious freedom. And so in 1620, God now removes this hidden land. And so in 1620, God now allows this land that had been hidden to be discovered and to be developed for his namesake and for his glory so that the gospel would go around the world. And so we know that the Mayflower set sail for America. And on that Mayflower, there were 35 Protestants and pilgrims and 16 what they called strangers that were coming to America for economic gain. And they both shared respect for the Bible. They respected one another and they believed not only in political freedom, but they believed in religious freedom. And so whenever the Mayflower landed Remember, it was supposed to land in Jamestown. That was where it had permission from the king to land. But God brought a storm out of nowhere. And that storm pushed that ship and forced it to land at Cape Cod. And in the Cape Cod Harbor, it was wintertime. And that was the divine providence of God to land up in the Cape Cod so that they would experience this winter. They would encounter the Indians. They would encounter a certain Indian there in the land that would teach them how to survive during these rough times. But something important happened before the people got off of the Mayflower. We remember this from history. They pinned the Mayflower Compact. And one segment of that, it said this. It's so important to remember. They all knew their purpose for getting off that ship, touching their feet to this land, they understood and they pinned that they were to be defender of the faith, having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith. They knew that why they had taken this journey was not only for them, but they were defending their faith and they were doing this for the glory of God. And so they pinned that Mayflower Compact. So when they stepped on this land, they understood what this land was all about. It was about God. We're to remember that this land was brought forth. It was identified. It was revealed for the glory of God. So why did God insist that the pilgrims land in Cape Cod? and not in Jamestown, because God had reserved land just for them. Because you see, a few years before they had arrived in that area, that area was filled with fierce Indian tribes. And this tribe of Indians, they would have killed all of those people. They would have never survived. And in 1617, there was a plague. It wiped out the entire Indian tribe. So they were not there. Whenever the pilgrims stepped on the land there in Massachusetts, that tribe of fierce Indians who would have killed them was no longer there. But there was an Indian there by the name of Sequanto, who had been captured in the early 1600s, went over to England. He learned the English language. He came back to the land. And do you know what? It was he, that Indian, that taught the early settlers 
the pilgrims how to survive in the land during these rough times, taught them the survival skills for the new land. And of course, we know from that came forth the first Thanksgiving. And now the people were able to do, as Scripture had said, this land that they had discovered for religious freedom and to spread God's name. They could now fulfill Scripture mandate that said, Occupy until I come. Luke nineteen thirteen. See, God had given Christians this land so that we would stand and occupy the land for His name's sake until Christ returns. And so following this, the revolution came. America had to fight against the British for our independence, and we won our independence fighting for it. God allowed some but God moments during that revolution for us to seal the ownership of this land. And on July the 4th of 1776, the Continental Congress declared the United States an independent state. And of course, it was actually signed August the 2nd of 1776, and it was sent over to Britain. It was delivered to the Britons that we were declared an independent nation. That was in November of 1776. But today, In this season, we remember July 4th as a day, a declaration of independence. We are independent in ourselves, so that we can claim to be dependent upon Father God. That is so important to remember and to think about. Today, as we get ready to celebrate our independence, that independence is for a reason. It's so that we can truly be dependent upon God. I tell people all the time, you can be independent as long as you are independent, that you don't need anybody, even including God. But see, we want to be independent so that we can be dependent upon the Almighty God, the All-Sovereign God, the All-God who provides everything that we need so that we can look to God and fear God and God can protect our way of life so that we can honor Him and truly live a life that's fulfilling and a life that brings Him glory and a life where we can go and be a witness every day by the way we live and yet have life, abundant life. Do you see our mission? Do you see why God gave us this land? And see clearly why the enemy wants to snatch this land and take this land away so he can take away your freedom. So he can take away our dependence upon Father God and be forced to depend upon a dictator, a ruler that would snuff out the name of God. See, we Christians, so many have fallen asleep and we need to wake up. And we need to wake up and pray. And this 4th of July, we need to praise God for the birth of this nation, that we can be independent so we can depend on God and live for God and walk around with our Bibles out in the open and walk around and pray in the middle of the street if we want to and exalt God. But we got to turn back to our purpose. We got to get back on track. We're headed back to oppression and bondage real quick. And so we need to stop for a moment and remember in this season our freedom, but also our responsibility. See, we got to cry out to God. We got to pray. We got to pray. God, 
as you cause them to sail into that harbor, survive that storm and that winter, all for your purpose, God, will you help us to get back on track where you want us to go as a nation? As we cry out to you and remember you and remember that this nation, we're to be faithful witnesses for Christ. And then repent that we've defiled the land, the land that God kept hidden just for us to prosper and to proclaim his name. We have defiled it. How have we defiled it? Revelation 2, 4, we've left our first love. He said, nevertheless, I have this against you that you left your first loved. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen and repent. Hey, come back to your first love. See, we have propped ourselves up on a pedestal and we've become an idol because we want to satisfy ourselves first and then we please God. See, America, you're too young to die. You've left your first love. Remember from where you have fallen and return. And God said, if we just return and do the will of God, what will he do? He will bless us. And people, listen, our authority for all of this is not in man. Our authority in all of this is in the Word of God. So we look to the Bible because it's the foundation of our moral principles. You know, why is it that we know not to steal? Why is it that we know that adultery is sin? Why is it that we know taking God's name in vain is sin? How is it that we know that? Because of the Bible. It's laid all this out. That's how we know what is right and what is wrong. And God puts his word, he writes it on our heart. And so we come back and we look to the word as our authority and we stand on that. And when man or a government tries to move you away from the basis, the Word of God, you stand as a people and you move it back. So this July the 4th, let's remember. Let's remember the birth of this nation and why we were birthed and what it's all about. Yes, it's about freedom. Yes, it's about independence. Yes, it's about enjoying life and going and having a great celebration with our family and our friends and relaxing and being off from work and, you know, removing some stress and undertakings at the moment, but it's about being a blessing to Father God. So I want to leave with you. I want to ask you this question. Are you, your life, are you a blessing to God? Are you focused? Are you focused on being a blessing to God? Let's join God in His purpose. Let's join God in His celebration this July the 4th, for a nation that is one nation under God. For what little thread we're hanging on to there. Let's bless God. Let's exalt God in the way we think, the way we act, the way we respond, and by the witness that we are. That if we have an opportunity, we share our faith. If we have an opportunity, we pray for other people. And we make that opportunity to pray for our nation, that our nation will wake up and that Christians particularly will wake up because we are too young to die. Too young to die because there's work to do. The gospel needs to go out, but people need to see the light. 
People need to come out of darkness and they need to see God. How is it that they will see God this July the 4th? It'll be through you. It'll be through me. How is it that they can read the Word of God if they don't open the Word of God? They can read your life. They can read my life. And my prayer is that when they read it, it reflects the Word of God. It reflects a life that says, God, this 4th of July, I want to bless you. God, you stand ready to bless America. You want to pour out your favor on America. And listen, he still is. He still is. There are a lot of things that are sinking, but God has still got his hand on America because we're not dead. We hadn't been wiped out. But God is waiting for us to do our part, to turn back to him, to pray, to turn from our wicked way and to seek his face come back to our purpose and to remember God as we remember how God birthed this nation for His name's sake and for His glory. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming His Vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.